on today's Into Your Head podcast number 638 for Wednesday, Parroting an Amoeba, a tale of two beetles in a bar, being judged by amoebas, swearing versus binary code, uh, more stuff about amoebas, arachnophobia versus academia, unnecessarily naming flying dots, and lots more, with your humble proprietor, me, Neil from Ireland, hello. to get on with today, items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics, oh topics, we've got lots and lots of topics, we're positively booming to the seams with topics, you've got topics coming out of, topics coming out of this mouth, this mouth, have I said that before, I probably have, well excuse me for being, uh, what do you call it, oh what's that thing, persist, not persistent, uh, ah you know the I can't think of the word now, but excuse me for being regular in my and uh, not changing what I say every five minutes and keeping up the maintaining the same policy from one month to the next. Excuse me for being that. What's the fucking word? Uh, consistent. That's the word. Consistency. Consistency is the uh, is the oh, it's basically it's the filth and the consistency is the sewer muck that keeps this world stuck together. Uh, you may think that sewer muck and shit running through under our I don't mean the stuff in the pipes that we build. Uh, no, no. Long before there was ever sewer pipes, there was filth and shit and dirt running around under the ground because it has to go somewhere, and that stuff holds this world together I can tell you whenever you hear is an earthquake uh, that's because the old shit piles are moving about uh, they're being less consistent than they used to be uh, I can tell you uh, if there's one thing I've learned from my non-study of uh, geo geographistics uh, it's that if the shit starts moving uh, then it's going to hit a fan and of course in the old days in the old days in the, when the shit used to move around when there was nobody on the earth uh, humans civilization hadn't advanced yet there was no fans for it to hit unless uh, of course there was a natural fan somewhere I suppose maybe a, a eucalyptus tree or a palm branch or something waving around in the wind that might make a fan for the shit to hit but uh, not much would result from that or any interest even if it did there'd be nobody there to take any interest in it it's like the old thing if a bear shits in the wood and knocks a tree down and nobody is there to see it uh, does, any, does anybody give a flying fuck? Well, I do. I do. Just because it doesn't affect us doesn't mean I shouldn't take an interest in it. You can take an interest in anything. I can take an interest in a, an amoeba. An amoeba that's uh, crawling up my arm right now for all I know. Amoeba, hello. How are you? Uh, how are you, amoeba? See, no answer. Just because there's no answer, people think, oh, uh, fuck that amoeba. I'm not, uh, I'm not taking any further interest in that amoeba because it takes no interest in me it's a selfish self-obsessed cunt uh well i hope you see that you're hypocritical if that's the way you go on anyway hello and welcome to the show hello i'm neil's newest cat bowsy the second and when i'm chewing earphone cables i listen to into your head
until they stop working. Two prehistoric amoebas walk into a, an underground natural stream through which, uh, oh, through which sewage uh, flows, or flowed, I suppose. Uh, but if we started in the present sense, so we'll continue in the present tense, uh, even though this is set back millions upon millions of years ago, uh, back in prehistoric times, back before there was even such a thing as history. We didn't even know there was going to be history uh, so we weren't uh, no no nobody was put off for it we didn't have any lack of confidence because we thought oh we're not even in history yet no we didn't know what history was yet uh, so it was a blissful ignorance uh, not that there's anything great about uh, being in historic times now no no if you lived in historic times rather than in uh, prehistoric times uh, there's no difference between the two we realise that now uh, you're no better you're no better than any human being who might have lived back in the age of the dinosaurs uh, just because they didn't exist there'll come a time now soon enough when you don't exist and I'll tell you back then when they ex didn't ex exist those people who didn't exist in the time of the dinosaurs in prehistory uh, when they didn't exist you didn't exist either it's just that you exist uh, now, so don't be getting all cocky. Anyway, as I say, uh, two prehistoric amoebas uh, walk into a, oh, a kind of underground stream, an underground river of sorts uh, that happens to naturally uh, ferry the crop, people crop into the ground, eventually ends down there somewhere and flows, the more watery stuff of it anyway flows down into this stream, eventually ends up in the sea and goes Christ knows where. Uh, one, of the, one of the amoeba straight away says, Christ, this place stinks a bit. Uh, I wonder what goes on down here. And the other amoeba says nothing. And the first amoeba says, uh, What have you not evolved the ability to speak yet? And the other amoeba says nothing. And the first amoeba says, uh, I wonder, maybe if maybe I'm not the first amoeba, then I might be the second amoeba. If I'm the one who's evolved the ability to speak and the other amoeba hasn't, maybe I'm the second amoeba and you're the first amoeba. Or maybe I'm like the eight billionth amoeba and there's been about 7 billion amoebas between us, in which case that will make me a lot older than you. Uh, so well done for staying alive all this time, uh, but we've evolved now, it's time for you to feck off. Uh, if you can't even frigging speak, uh, unless you're planning to evolve during your lifetime, which would be quite unusual. Uh, anyway, the other amoeba straight away uh, perks up then, he says, fuck you, you cunt, you cocky cunt. There's just because you've evolved uh, doesn't mean I'm imitating you now. I've learned from you. Uh, just as someday uh, a man will teach a dog how to talk, uh, I've learned to talk just from observing you. I haven't evolved the ability to talk. I've just learned that I've just copied. I'm basically a parrot of the prehistoric amoeba world. I bet you didn't see that coming, did you? And the first amoeba, uh, henceforth known as the second amoeba to him, uh, but this narrator continues 
used to call them the first amoeba, which I admit it's a bit confusing. Uh, the first amoeba says, oh, I have to admit that's quite clever. What you've done there is uh, evolve the ability to learn and mimic. Uh, so you've basically just become a photocopier. You're parroting me, uh, but I'm one of the one who's really uh, evolved to the point of being able to naturally speak. Uh, you're just uh, you're just basically making noises with your mouth. You're a single-celled mouse. Uh, you're moving your cell around a bit. Sure, they've been doing that since the beginning of time. And he'll tell you one of these days in the future, you'll find that moving a single cell around uh, puts it at risk of uh, breaking. If you break, yeah, then you break a cell in two. Uh, that'll turn into some sort of an explosive device. Or maybe I'm thinking of something else. Is that electrons? Or, oh no, that's atoms. An atom isn't the same as a cell, is it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm a mere uh, prehistoric amoeba in a narrated story. Uh, anyway, uh, there's some shit over there. That's the whole point of all of this. There's some shit flowing down through that river. I've always wondered where the shit went. Uh, me as an amoeba myself, I don't shit. If I were to shit... Uh, anything out of me uh, being a single-celled organism uh, I'd only be able to shit one cell minimums and if I shitted one cell out uh, then by definition I'd be gone I'd have shitted my whole self out so amoebas clearly don't shit uh, do they urinate though? There's a question for you, probably not, urine uh, can you divide urine into anything smaller than one cell I doubt it, I doubt it very much to be perfectly honest uh, so what we always basically the established here from this is that amoebas probably don't need to use the toilet and that's why when they go down and they see this crap flowing through an underground stream they can say uh, well that certainly wasn't us that did that oh no that was whoever came before us uh, we're not responsible someday there'll be, a, there'll be a, a species here and they'll be saying oh we've messed up this planet uh, well we didn't mess up this planet it's probably the dinosaurs uh, so we're uh, we the amoebas are basically uh, we're like the garden of Eden uh, maybe, well it's like the Garden of Eden except there was dinosaurs before us or someone put the, that crop there uh, yeah, well, if you don't mind I'm going to fade myself out there because uh, the next bit goes a bit haywire I get a bit lost after suggesting that uh, for some reason after I suggested that uh, the amoeba the prehistoric amoeba was like the Garden of Eden except with shit left over from the dinosaurs I got a bit confused there then I didn't know where to go next uh, so you won't have heard it uh, but if you had heard the next part of that segment you would have heard me saying uh, note to me please fade me out and start something new here because this isn't going as far well as I'd hoped uh, although I'm quite happy with the part that you heard the part that you heard I said everything I needed to say about amoebas uh, basically amoebas uh, they're fucking fantastic they are they don't shit they don't leave any waste they don't eat or shit uh, they're just a cell not to be confused with uh, anything uh, what would you confuse it with for fuck's sake if you saw an amoeba there uh, assuming you had a big magnifying glass on the stand and the amoeba came up there and beside the amoeba there was a oh a cell phone he'd say there's an amoeba and there's a cell phone oh I can't tell which is which you would not you'd say that's a fucking amoeba and that's a fucking cell phone uh, now which one do I want or do I want both uh, maybe I don't want anything <laughs> maybe I'm being uh, succumbing to my automated 
a human uh, desire to automatically have something. There's more to life than having things and getting things, you know. Just because there's a phone there and an amoeba there doesn't mean you have to have one or both immediately. You can just leave them there and enjoy the moment for a while. You're looking at a fucking amoeba through a microscope. Enjoy the moment. Uh, enjoy the moment because it won't be there forever. Uh, the moment will be gone. Uh, it'll be gone. No matter what you might think with your fucking uh, time theories of us, every time throughout history existing simultaneously, uh, you're only in that time for it, whatever time it is. I don't know. A minute, an hour, uh, a year, a billion years. If you're sitting in front of that amoeba for a billion years and then the billion years ends, then that's gone. It may be there somewhere, uh, but unless you've spent the billion, year, billion years uh, thinking and philosophizing and figuring out how to stay uh, in that time forever, uh, in which case you'll have wasted the moment anyway, uh, then it's not going to be. Uh, it's going to. Ah, you get me. You get my drift. I hope you get my drift anyway. I don't. I hope I'm not rambling. If you're a new listener, incidentally, it's not always like this. Uh, we do other stuff too. Uh, we do uh, we do stuff like, for example, uh, waving around bottles of energy drink. Well, it is the same one I was waving on the previous energy on the previous episode. I slowed down on the energy drinks a bit because uh, we've upped our coffee uh, quality. Uh, so I've been drinking better quality coffee and not eating as much of this crap down my gullet. Although I do need to turn piece of this ep recording uh, session already now uh, so I never mind that though anyway suffice to say on with the show you're listening to into your head with your humble proprietor Neil from Ireland Academia versus arachnophobia. Uh, there's one for you. There's a little. De- if you're one of those uh, debateologists who works in one of these colleges, there's a little uh, debate topic for your next meeting. Acrophobia versus. Oh, what did I say? Oh no, I said academia versus arachnophobia. So, but I suppose arachnophobia versus. Uh, oh no wait no the first one was good academia versus arachnophobia uh, we'll say one side will say oh uh, spiders are fucking terrifying it's quite reasonable to be afraid of them and the other side will argue that uh, oh uh, academically if you have a look at this there's no reason to be afraid of one of those things it's just basically a round thing with hair on it and it's got legs coming out of it and the tiniest little mouse you ever saw on anything you've got cats with bigger mouths than that for Christ's sake and uh, oh no if you're afraid of that you're being unreasonable you're being uh, oh you're uh, trying to stir up a storm in a shit cup is that what they call it no a storming a teacup uh, not that there's anything a storm in a teacup wouldn't do any harm to anyone unless of course unless of course the teacup was the name of some valley or something and there is a tornado uh, a brewing is that what they say I think that's what they say in America anyway they say oh there's a storm a brewing they leave off the G and they put in the apostrophe instead they say oh look there's a storm a brewing uh, why don't you say there's a fucking storm uh, being manufactured by 
mother nature, the bitch. The bitch is, uh, she's not a fucking uh, beer manufacturer. She's a bitch who puts out these fucking storms that kill thousands of people every year. It's not trying to make it poetic. Oh, you see all this. Although now that you mentioned it, I wrote a poem once about uh, winter that was quite good. Do I have it here? Uh, here we go. Uh, nature's winter tale. Beyond the dew glazing, where dew water is hazing, another world does exist. Animals busy themselves like merry little elves, preparing themselves to exist through the spring. Somewhere in the midst, a creature in dire straits, in vain flusterings to assemble its mid-December nest. The wind is too strong, and she waited too long. Around and afar blow the straw and the leaf. What a life for a sparrow, an extended summer, a sojourn in South America. It became an autumn, she forgot to go home until now, and the weather's against her. Oh fuck, she says. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Email studio at intoyourhead.com Earwigs. That's what they call them. They call them earwigs. Uh, it's a type of an insect. Uh, apparently the insect world is now so varied and important that we have to distinguish between the different insects. Uh, so you have one that's called an earwig. You have another one that's called a fly. Uh, you have a thing called a ganat. Uh, oh, you have another thing called a, a bumblebee. Oh, there's all sorts of variety in the insect world. There's no, there's no, no end seemingly to the number of different types of flying dots that go bzzz uh, in the world. They're all completely different. Uh, next we'll have to start giving them numbers like we do with prisoners. We'll give them each a number. We say there's insect species number 00001. Uh, there's that one with the wings that uh, stings children and uh, terrifies them. Uh, whoa, I'll give them all. I don't give everything a fucking name now. I have to go out in the street now if I see a stone on the ground uh, you have to fucking identify it and say oh that's a uh, that's a yellow horse greystone of the of the southwestern county Kildare variety uh, what does it matter stop naming things there's more to life than uh, attaching titles to things I don't go uh, giving out my name every five seconds on this uh, no no uh, if in case you're interested it's Neil from Ireland uh, but no I don't need to be naming every fucking thing you do. I just breathed out some uh, atoms of carbon dioxide as I was saying that just now. You didn't see me naming, although admittedly in chemistry it's different because uh, each molecule of carbon dioxide is the same. At least such is my understanding. Uh, but if they're the same, surely that gives you even more need to name them so you can dif differentiate them in some way. If you can't differentiate them by uh, appearance or style or substance, surely they're Christ you have to give them names so they'll be there. That's what that was the problem with the Beatles back in the uh, back in the 1950s when they came out, uh, they all had the same hair. They had their pudding hole hair, pudding, ah, what you call it, uh, pudding bowl haircuts and the same suits on them and they all looked pretty much the same. Uh, no one could tell them apart so they had to give them names. They say this one will be called John and this one will be called Paul and this one will be called Ringo and this one will be called George. Uh, and everyone just assumed if we give them names it'll be 
fine, because you'll be able to tell them a, a problem there is you still don't know which is which. You have four names, and you have four pudding bowl haircuts, but, but you have to match them up. And mathematically, uh, let's see, there's about 60, uh, 128 different combinations. If you do that, there was, oh, there was, they used to bring out Beatles, Etch-A-Sketch, uh, Join the Dots game books for children, and they'd say, here's the four names, and here's the four pudding bowl haircuts. Uh, draw a line between the name and the corresponding haircut. You're at that forever. Uh, my wife's a teacher of young children. She still uses that sort of thing, except admittedly without the Beatles in them, because they're going out of fashion now. Oh, there's all... That's fame for you. Uh, 15 minutes of fame, and then you're out the window. I remember... Uh, in the 1970s, they used to try to get around this. The rock bands, they'd have 15-minute-long songs. They'd have the likes of uh, Stairway to Heaven with a big, long guitar bit in the middle. Uh, Deep Purple were very good at this. They'd put out a big, huge, long song uh, with, Wick, with Rick Wakeman or someone, or one of them people with the hair and the... Uh, oh, you know, the sort. The psychedelic hair rock bands. They'd have 15-minute-long songs. Uh, the like of Pink Floyd and they'd say there you go that'll be my 15 minutes of fame and I'll be off now and I'll just sell that 8 billion times and someone will go uh, no it doesn't work like that it's not about the length of time that you're singing during the song it's about how long you're famous for and to be perfectly honest if it's only going to be for 15 minutes uh, and here we are back in the 70s in the world of the non-internet. Uh, there's only so many... Uh, oh, there's only so many... Uh, what do you call it, customers that can be served in a queue in all the record shops in all the world in the space of 15 minutes. Uh, so if that's what you're talking about, then it's not going to work for you. But I suspect since you're still uh, successful now in the 2000s, or you're still rich or whatever you call it, I suspect that's not what you were talking about. Uh, so we leave that at that. Anyway, suffice to say, is it time for the nod yet? It is. It's time for a nod. You like this program uh, well obviously you don't like this particular episode because uh, it's not going very well uh, but you like this program normally if you can set aside your uh, hate and disdain for much of this particular episode and think about the other 637 episodes that I've put out over the last several years uh, do you think this could be something you could put your uh, put your head behind and put a bit of support into the podcast well, uh, don't worry, I'm not asking for money here. Well, it's coming up to Christmas, and if you'd like to support the podcast, Jewel Arts, you can do so by using my Amazon links. Every time you go Christmas shopping, go to IntoYourHead.com, click on my Amazon links. There's one for Amazon.com, one for Amazon UK and Ireland, and one for Canada. If you go through them, proceed as normal with your Amazon shopping, and I get a generous commission. Doesn't cost you anything. Support the podcast dual arts uh, into your head.com we're back with the into your head podcast i know what you're thinking there you're thinking christ what the fucking hell was that nothing jesus is christ's fucking uh no offense to the deity or to anyone else but what in jesus christ's fucking name was that uh well i'd say 
Lucy, calm down, calm down. Just a bit of fun. Just a bit of fun for Christ's sake. Uh, it's just a fellow with a deep voice. Nothing to get, nothing to get worked up over. It's a fellow with a deep voice uh, who said, "I'm going to sit down and do my deep voice into a microphone just to show off." Uh, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to make her. I'm going to keep a record of it. I'm going to keep a record jewel. Uh, oh, that reminds me. I found this site. I uh, found this site. This is probably as good a time as any for this. Uh, I have to find it again now. Convert. Ah, I found a thing. There we go. Convert text to binary. Unrob.com slash binary convert dot ASP. Uh, let's see. What do you want converted from text to binary here? Uh, will we try monkey nuts? We will indeed. Uh, monkey nuts. Uh, binary output. Uh, monkey nuts in binary is zero one one zero one one zero one zero one one zero etc. It's a bit long. It's a bit of a rigmarole there for you. Uh, but no, suffice to say bollocks. Suffice to say bollocks. That's what it suffices to say. Suffice to say bollocks. Uh, you don't need a big long string of words, ones and zeros when you have words like bollocks. That's why we have them. Uh, if you want to say, oh, uh, look at this. Uh, my opinion on the proceeding is that it's a pile of uh, bollocks. Just say bollocks is all you have to say. You don't need a big long. That's why uh, That's why computer programmers disappear up their own arses. They say, oh, look, monkey nuts. Uh, let's put that into uh, let's put that into a universal language of ones and zeros that anyone can understand if they're like us. So they go one one zero one 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 zero zero one 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 zero zero. Uh, I just say bollocks. Of course, they can convert that to ones and zeros as well. Uh, but no, I think it's far more effective as bollocks. And in fact, if you look at the word bollocks written down, at least by my spelling, let's have a look at it now. I've got, I've got Microsoft Word non-commercial use open here. B-O-L-L-O-X. That's how I spell it. Uh, right, all of you now, I want you to get out a pen or get out your smartphone or your keyboard, wherever you have I'm handy as a writing or typing implement and type the word bollocks B-O-L-L-O-X and have a look at it now and concentrate on the middle of it now. You see there's two, uh, we're writing in lowercase, okay, so you have two straight lines in the middle uh, then you have an O just left of that, another O just right of that and then you have a nice B at the left that looks like oh, it looks like it might be something, some sort of an ear and you have an X at the other side it might be an ear that's been cut off or something so a perfect a perfect word imagine now you want you want to convert that to ones and zeros and you think that's going to be any more uh, better no no ones and zeros are just crap uh, far better to have a B and an O and an L and an L and an O and an X and just say bollocks uh, so go away out of that with your fucking computer programmers. I didn't need a computer program to do that, I can tell you. No, no, there's no programming involved. Uh, just the great, good old-fashioned uh, human tongue and the human mind and a bit of exp a bit of natural expression for once. Just say bollocks. Uh, I don't just I used to say back in the old days, in the, the 1980s, they say drugs. Just say no. Uh, far more effective to say just say bollocks. No, the bollocks. That's all you have to say. Uh, just say that to everything now. Uh, be more. Uh, 
have a bit of confidence in your language for Christ's sake. We have these fine words and you're going around with your elections where you put a tick mark or you tick yes or no. Uh, just write bollocks behind the side the thing that you don't want or type uh, this one uh, beside the one that you want. What's wrong with a bit of free expression? Give me a fucking break. Anyway, on with the show. You're listening to Into Your Head. Hosted by Neil. Absolutely fantastic. Two members of the 1960s boy band The Beatles walk into a bar. Uh, One of the members of the 1960s boy group The Beatles goes straight up to the bar and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest uh, English good old-fashioned green ale or whatever you drink over here nowadays, please? And the barman straight away says, Fucking hell, it's two ghosts. And screams, screams his head off, and then he calms down. He calms down eventually, as if everything, because nothing, uh, nothing lasts forever. Uh, no matter how bad it is, you'll always calm down eventually. Uh, even if you see, uh, you see a couple of ghosts, you'll calm down eventually. Uh, they'll probably be calm as it is, because they're probably either already aware that they're ghosts, so they've had time to get over the shock, or else they're not aware. In which case case uh they haven't even had a shock at any point uh, either way uh, it's just a matter of time for everyone to calm down uh, so the barman calms down and eventually he says uh, did anyone see that and the other uh oh the other uh member of the 60s uh, by, by, by group, the Beatles, who walked in with him, says, yes, I saw that. Uh, that was my colleague there uh, asking you for a pint of uh, whatever the, oh, whatever you drink in pints in English pubs nowadays. Uh, we don't remember, quite frankly, although he was around into the 90s, if I remember rightly, so he probably has more an idea than me. Uh, in fact, I'm not sure did I even drink. I know I allegedly took a lot of drugs, but did I drink? I don't know. Didn't I live in New York? I wouldn't have been drinking pints of green ale there, I'm sure. I don't know. Uh, Who am I to say? Who am I to say what my former living self would have done in this situation? Uh, No, no, it's not for me to say. Uh, Anyway, give give peas a chance. That's why I like these English pubs you go in. You say, can I have a pub grub lunch, please? And they say, certainly, and they give you a big pie with mash and peas and you say I know not everyone likes peas but please give peas a chance and then the, the dead fellow will say I meant peas is this some sort of an attempt at a pun uh, what is this fucking twitter and uh, the fellow will say oh I see you still swear then despite being dead that's great good for you and John Lennon says Oh, you're all cocky now that you've calmed down, haven't you? Oh, you're here swear a minute ago you were screaming your head off. Although, admittedly, that was at George Harrison, not me. Uh, no, no, now you're doing your little your little pee puns and all your other crap. Uh, this is the... I knew the world would end up like this eventually. Uh, what next? You'll be putting out music, uh, sending music through the air, recording it in air and saying, here, download this air and you have the right to play it until uh, oh until you break one of the rules on this virtual thing that you tick the boxes on that's what you'll be doing next and the barman says 
Uh, we don't serve you such sort in this bar. Get the freaking hell out of here. And John Lennon leaves. And George Harrison leaves. And they go outside into the outside world. Uh, uh, where they go after that is none of our business. Because it's outside the remit of this story. Anyway, good morning. Sit, Laurie. Sit. Good cat. Into your head podcast.com.